Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. That's Todd Miller, who's also a professional scrum trainer. We get together each and every day to help you get better at scrum, scrum practices, and all that great team stuff that we need to be excellent at. Today, Todd, we have an interesting situation. First of all, check out community.agileforhumans.com. If you're not there, why not? Uh, Todd's been posting some scenarios for you to think through, some great prompts, some great questions. We're trying to help everybody level up and master Scrum. So get over there and join us. Todd, recently we had this opportunity. You and I are working on a super secret project. Maybe it's not super secret, but... I'm not going to disclose what it is, but mm -hmm. Todd is in a scrum master role and I am a developer on a team and it's not something that we control. So it's outside of our company. It's a, it's for a different effort. Um, and we thought it might be interesting. We had kind of a day one as a scrum master, uh, Todd Miller version, right? Mm -hmm. Where Todd was acting as a scrum master and we're going to talk through kind of the, the things that happened and maybe kind of do a little back and forth, like almost like a mini retro on Todd as a scrum master. So this should be fun. I like that. I like it too. First of all, um, I have a very difficult developer uh, on the team. Just kidding. Just joking. <laughs> no, that that is part of the, the <laughs> Not at all. I'm totally joking. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's interesting because like the, the day started and I had zero intention of that even being the case and then somehow got nominated to do it. Um, and I, I really didn't have a holistic approach. Um, I, knowing and some of the personalities in the room, I think my number one approach was to to make sure that I was facilitating decisions being made and to being, be, being made very quickly. Um, and I think some of that was uh was was me being very very direct and and um uh, and, and not not like 
and sometimes even offering suggestions to kind of go along with our it depends video uh so uh, from from my mindset the the number one thing that i that i was thinking that day is to have at least a foundational structure for how we were going to operate from a framework perspective uh not perfect but good enough and facilitate decisions being made as quickly as possible without um paralysis by analysis and yeah. so that that was that was what was in my head and i just am interested to see how it came out um yeah and, and so for a little background the particular team that that todd is being a scrum master for has a history of difficulty with decision making has a history of um, very strong personalities so there i and i'm one of them i'm one of them that wants to i like hearing myself talk sometimes and that can get out of hand and there's a lot of like strong uh, personalities, but there's also some people that hold back. And so he's got a very dynamic group to deal with. And, you know, it's interesting that his goal was to facilitate to, de to decision making because that's something this team actually needed. Hmm. Right. And so I think um, as far as like the, the way that the day one and even day two went and I'm sure future days, um, we were successful in that decisions were made. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I thought, you know, sensing, I mean, one of the things we teach scrum masters is you got to read the room. Mm -hmm. Who's in there? What's going on? What's the atmosphere? What are the discussions like? And that changes the level of facilitation that you bring to it. And so, Todd, you brought a very strong facilitation stance to the mm -hmm. room, did not tolerate too many tangents. Perhaps you let us get away with a little nonsense. But mm -hmm. for that group, trying to over control is probably a risk. And so that's probably a wash. That's probably a neutral comment, not a good or a bad. Mm -hmm. um, but decisions were made. And by the end, I think everyone was was surprised that we actually made progress. And I think as more people hear about the outcomes of these events, I think they're stunned at, mm -hmm. at just how much uh, we did get done. So I think from that aspect, you read the room great. Uh, you understood who your audience is. You understood the developers and and you nailed the stances that you had to take at the right times. Thanks. Um, for, for me, uh, introspectively and looking at it, I, I think that perhaps maybe a little too much I was offering my own opinion on it, which is difficult because I came into that day expecting to be a developer. Yeah. A team with preconceived notions and ideas of what that would look like. Uh, so I'm not sure if that did that come through. I think I might have been a little directive and you know what, though? I mean, some people might say that that's a, a negative, but on a team like the one that we're on, where you are kind of fulfilling, you're going to be developing mm -hmm. on this team. You're going to be a developer and you're also wearing that hat. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily, I think you balanced it well. Like it's a hard, you know, we, in our book, we say, don't wear both hats. That's mm -hmm. a very tricky thing. And perhaps you slid too far to, to one side or another, yeah. but, but that's like, that's a feel thing. And I think mm. um, the more you you get comfortable with it, the better. I also think it's a temporary situation. Yeah, yeah, um, which is good. <laughs> which is the only- I really want to be a developer on this team. Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't know if I would criticize you there either. Um, it, it's one of those where, yeah, maybe a little too much, but I think it balanced mm. out. And so mm. I, I think you're looking to be a little too hard on yourself there. It's, it's one of those where um, it's a bad setup at the outset so mm -hmm. the the minimal damage is a win and i mm -hmm. think you certainly stayed in that range you know i don't know i think um i think the one thing that i would change about the way that those days went we were probably in large group discussion way too often mm. and i think yeah. that was a miss yeah, yeah, yeah. i think yeah. with the, the the strong personalities and everything going on 
the smaller the groups, the better we come back and debrief and then get us away from each other because we can mm -hmm. not only can we like tangent and spin things up, but I think mm -hmm. as you noticed, we actually start fighting. Mm -hmm. Like there's actually like visible irritation and there's like even arguments and people shutting down too. Yep. I think that's a really good uh, thing to pick up. Cause I think when we did do it, it was very successful, but I perhaps think that I could have stepped in a little bit more to suggest right now we should yeah. do it. Right. I, and I think that, I think that, um, I think that's a good, some, some good concepts moving forward to, to really make sure that that's happening. Cause really, I, I, I from my experiences, honestly, man, is that four or more people is just, I'd say more than four, like four people, you can have a real genuine down to earth, honest and open conversation. Yeah. Five starts getting to be a lot. And I'm not suggesting that you, you can't have a team with like more than that with a team of nine people. I think you can be successful. 10 people, you'd be successful. It's just smaller group conversations and dynamics. I, feel like three or and this is a field there's no scientific evidence behind it is is the right spot to have everybody have a voice right well with the smaller groups everybody gets heard we can digest the ideas and bring them back to the larger group and it's less confrontational it's it's i think it it, it, it eases some of the dynamics especially for the situation you were in mm -hmm. um but yeah i think that would be a good thing you know what's interesting about conversations like this todd i wonder how many people out there actually get this kind of feedback when they're in a scrum master role, right? Mm -hmm. This is the kind of stuff you should be talking to people about. You know, this could be a retro topic. This could be a, um, you know, this, this could be just an, an offhand conversation. You know, Todd and I have been doing this stuff for 20 years and there's mm -hmm. still stuff that stuff that we found that could be improved. And so yeah. there's no shame in that. Like, that's just normal. Like he, Todd is like in the heat of the moment dealing with a lot of difficult personalities. He's making mm -hmm. the best decisions that he can in the moment. And so if we come back and debrief a little bit, I bet next time we all get together as a team and Todd is the scrum master, um, I bet he's going to do more small group facilitation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that just, it's a plus for everybody. And so day one as a scrum master is tough, but I think debriefing day one with a, a outside observer or a development team member that you trust to, or a developer that you trust, mm -hmm. um, I think it's a great way to gain those insights and figure out how to do better next time, right? Yeah. And, you know, I guess wrapping this one up, um, something that's immediately on my mind right now is that if I continue to take that exact same stance that I did that day, um, I'll probably fail. Uh, so uh, is a continue evolving thing. Maybe we'll follow up uh, yeah. with, the, with the community here and see what's up. Cool. Yeah. Todd, thanks for being open to feedback. I think it's right an on. awesome, yep. uh, awesome stance. And uh, hopefully all of you like that out there. Let us know in the comments. Uh, like and subscribe, check out the socials. Some videos are going to pop up. Binge watch those because, hey, that's what we do on YouTube. Um, we'd really curious about your comments on this one. What does what have your first days looked like? And did you get feedback? And was that feedback, you know, did it help you with future sessions? And, and what did that look like? So let us know in the comments. Ask your questions. Your questions turn into videos. Uh, but for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great scrum things. Get some feedback, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, let us know how it goes in the comments, and we'll see you next time. See ya! Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. 
Thanks for listening and scrum on. <laughs>